Tales from the Times of Exhaustion. First episode, the initial readjusting. I wish my body collapsing on me would be as intriguing as this house collapsing. But it's really not. It's been coming and it's understandable that it's still frustrating and depressing. I had hoped to catch it in time and I slowed down but no luck. I am now trying to settle into the state of things. Readjust to the current level of tiredness, pain and cognitive limitations. My days more or less consist of thinking of something I need to do and then forgetting it. This include basic things like eating, drinking, getting dressed or going for a pee. Then remembering it again, try and decide if I am able to do it. I usually have a time frame of 20 minutes of activity before I will have to rest for X amount of time. I'm still managing to get out of bed every morning which is good. Mainly because the pain means I can't keep lying down. Silver linings? I am not able to get outside much which makes me feel sad. Having to do as little as possible and yet just enough to keep me from getting caught in unhelpful thoughts. My main mantra is you are exhausted and that is understandable dash cause dealing with my body collapsing also means dealing with all kinds of internalized judgmental crap that I've been socialized to think. Cooking and eating are my main priorities as well as keeping my environment neat so that it doesn't cause anxiety, overstimulation and panicky episodes. I am having to rethink my plans for the next months. Simplify, slow down and be sensible. And worst of all ask for help with stuff and rely more on Rufus than I'm comfortable with. Hopefully this first week will be the worst, I know I can make a difference if I just focus on food, rest and manageable movement and I'll eventually get out of this absolutely awful sense of being caught in sand. Like when you are dreaming and you want to speak, open your eyes or move and you just can't no matter how hard you try. Same sense of heaviness and confusion. Then I'll just have to wait and see how long it takes to recover to a more acceptable level of limitations. Tales from Times of Exhaustion Second episode How a day might go Food is my focus. To eat at least two good meals throughout the day. But this takes a lot of planning. No energy for spontaneous creative cooking or hours of shopping and preparations. Also I have to cook things I will actually eat which can be tricky as my desire for food is diminished and changeable. I don't want to eat junk food, it's tempting quick and comforting. But I know it will prolong my exhaustion if not make it worse. I do allow myself to have treats like ice cream because it helps my mood. Overall I try to get vegetables and protein into my body. Sometimes I prepare breakfast in the evening. Sometimes it works out that Rufus makes porridge and I'm up early enough to have some too. Then I don't have to worry about eating for a couple of hours. If neither of those work out I'm likely not to eat till midday or early afternoon. In order to have a proper evening meal I cook in intervals. Sometimes I start in the morning. I do some preparations for 20 minutes then a couple of hours later I'll get a bit more done. My aim is to only have to do 20 to 30 minutes in the evening before we eat. On a bad day I leave the cooking to Rufus. I try to slowly stop or lower my intake stuff I know can be straining for my body to deal with. Caffeine, sugar and dairy. One thing at a time. Caffeine is usually the easiest. Sugar and dairy I just try to minimize as much as possible without going cold turkey. I lose my sense of time. I'll get up between 8 and 9, figure out food in between rests and suddenly it'll be afternoon. I try and remember if there's anything urgent I need to do or messages I need to respond to. I might get one or two things done, like a wash or some writing, before it's time to do the last preparations for dinner. We eat around 7.30pm or 8pm and then I rest again. Getting outside is tricky, too much going on, noises, people and bright light. 
It's easier if I go with Rufus or a friend or if I have a task like getting cream from the corner shop or checking on the plants in the garden. I try and get out at least once doesn't matter if it's just 10 minutes on a bad day I don't get out at all and I don't always realize. Any energy I have after sorting out food I spend on tidying and washing up. External chaos causes me anxiety and panicky feelings which are draining so I try to keep things around me as non-stimulating as possible. Any rest I have usually means half lying down on the sofa and watching something. Something just entertaining enough to keep my mind from thinking and simple enough so I don't need to really pay attention to follow it. I need to be in a state somewhere between distraction and low-level stimulation. Too much stimulation and I have a meltdown. Too distracted, and I forget too many things and have a meltdown. When I've been still for a while it hurts like hell to get moving again. So it's tempting to stay still. But I know it's just a downward spiral of further exhaustion and pain. Too much rest creates problems too. Figuring out what to do and how much to do is a constant puzzle. I have to try and trust my experience of having gone through this before. Because a lot of the time there is no instant effect of anything I do. No relief, no sign that it is helpful. So it's hard to stick with what is sensible and what I believe works. Daydreams of drug-induced highs or oblivion starts coming along. Dealing with physical exhaustion is as much about looking after my thoughts and feelings as it is about looking after my body.